Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast, written by the Cosmos, narrated by Viva Cristina. Exploring the universe in and of us through a cosmic storytelling of astrology and a playful invocation of zodiac archetypes that live inside all of us, all of us, all of them, and all of you. <laughs> This is a podcast for rebellious visionaries and heartful leaders ready to remember and express who the fuck they really are. Mm. For those of you who have been around the ass for a while, welcome back and thank you for being here. I deeply appreciate you. (laughs) And for those tuning in for the first time, equally thank you and welcome. Um, we are hanging out on these frequencies twice a month, releasing two episodes each astrological season. The first one, the one you're tuning in right now, is a solo episode where we explore the main themes and the archetype of the season. Because astrology is basically just expanding our awareness of all of the qualities and energies that are available and accessible to us to play with. And then the second episode of the month is a feature episode bringing in awesome humans who I feel truly embody the qualities of the zodiac sign at play. And I am recording this on a new moon in Leo. A little time pressured because I have a boat to catch to another island, but fully present here with you. And Leo is the spotlight sign of this season. So happy solar return to all my Leo sun lovers, born radiance of the sun. So awesome. I feel like the enthusiasm, the passion, the bold expression of this Leo season is already fueled in my approach. (laughs) Uh, So let's jump right into it. Uh, To give you a little bit of the outline and the structure, we are gonna explore these Leo energies and see what they mean and how they might be playing out in your life, what this season is inviting us all to kind of tune into deeper. And through that... I have a pleasure and play-infused yummy invitation for you. A little challenge that is coming up on August 1st, but that's when we go live. It's actually, you can jump in whenever. It's timeless, just like pleasure and play. So stay tuned for that. But oh, what a yummy season this is indeed. Why do I say that? Well, (laughs) the sun is currently moving through the part of the sky that is correlated with Leo energy activations. And in fact, the sun in astrology rules Leo, meaning it is at home in the sign of Leo. And the radiance, the light of the sun, is the strongest, the brightest in Leo. And, you know, if you live, especially if you live in the northern hemisphere, it is one of the hottest months of the year. Especially if it's global warming. Uh, But, yeah, the potency of the sun is the strongest. And 
We know a lot about sun astrology from the pop astrology, the popularized one where the horoscopes are being read for the sun sign. If you're still on that wagon, please jump out. It's not the right train because all of the horoscopes, um, the quality ones, not the shitty magazine ones, hopefully, are mostly going to be much more relevant for your rising sign because the rising sign is the one that starts your astrology chart, that activates your chart and kind of dictates which sign of the zodiac is going to sit in your first house and then, then colors the rest of your chart. So when I watch YouTube videos for like the astrology weather forecast ahead, I'm always going to look for the, the Scorpio videos, not the Libra, which is my sun sign. You can still watch all of them because it's all a beautiful invitation for deeper reflection. It doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day. Like all for all those folks who don't know their exact time of birth, this is just a beautiful tool of reflection, not a manual or deterministic faded curse of your future and who you be, right? Which popular astrology can sometimes be perceived as but that's not what we're here for and if you're here listening to this podcast you might already know that but in the kind of astrology that I personally resonate with practice and in a way apparently teach <laughs> or transmit forward the sun is still viewed as our personal ego and our identity which is kind of similar to what Ascendant would be, but here it's more pointing to the core of who we feel ourselves to be and what we strive for. Because the sun is represented as a creative center, that life force energy within us. And if you just imagine the sun that is literally giving life to our galaxy, it is the vital force that motivates us to seek that highest, truest expression of our core self. And because of the brightness that it brings, it is also pointing where and how we shine in the world. So the sun in your natal chart, the position and the, the archetype that it wears, <laughs> It's going to tell a story of how do you see yourself? What are you striving for? What qualities do you want to emanate? And the way that you want to be recognized as a holistic, radiant being. This radiance of the sun and the Leo archetype is called, like, can be connected to that pursuit of happiness and joy. That's the Leo archetype that brings in that optimism, passion, and courage to be who we truly are. Leo, the king of the jungle that comes with that confidence and willpower. He, and by that, it's a capital H, because it's not necessarily a male it is more of the masculine, young expression of the energy that is very 
directed, very present, here to hold and just emanate the radiance that it is. It's like a radiant consciousness. That's also what the sun sign represents in a way, the radiant consciousness and awareness of you. So as the king of the jungle, it is here to lead boldly, confidently, with a lot of strength, directionality. And this leadership, for me personally, is mostly connected to an ability to inspire and empower, not dominate. The power that is connected to the power struggle and dominance over someone, which kind of indicates that the other one is going to be in a position of powerlessness. No, 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 that's not, that's the old definition of the power that we are not submitting <laughs> to anymore. It is the leadership that comes from the heart. That is the Leo leadership. The one that is connected to the radiance and the truth of the heart, wearing the heart on a sleeve, trusting the guidance and the light that it points the way. Leo energy reminds us that we are here to share our light and shine our gifts. And that sometimes comes with taking risks. The daring Leo energy. The self-expression. That is what Leo is here to encourage us. So the first step would be like to ask what inspires you, what brings you joy and happiness. When do you feel the most confident? How does your true creative self-expression roar through? These are the questions that Leo ignites in us. It is connecting us to our playful and pleasurable nature, reminding us that this is where our uh, most potent magnetism comes through. And it's interesting because Leo archetype is also connected to the inner child, which is that innocence of the heart, that innocence of joyful expression. To ask yourself, what did you love doing as a child? What did you get the most excited and passionate about as a child? What could you continue expressing and moving through and engaging with that gave you so much energy that ignited and moved that life force inside of you? It is about the open heart in whatever we do, whether we're leading others or leading ourselves the way that we are using our power from this openness of the heart. And you know, Leo, it is a fixed fire sign. And a fixed quality here indicates that it can sometimes get a little stubborn. <laughs> it can sometimes block or delay certain things that... Leo would authentically like to do because of certain fears and especially fears or doubts that are connected to seeking external validation and confirmation. That's one of the biggest, um, I'm going to say shadow aspects, but when I say shadow aspects, it's more of like the unintegrated or maybe denied, repressed, disliked aspects of the Leo energy. 
as the king of the jungle, <laughs> you need your tribe, you need your gang to be able to lead them. And if democracy was a real thing, they will have to accept you as a leader. <laughs> and so this kind of um, desire to be liked, to be acknowledged, to be validated, to be given attention can be present in this Leo expression. And like I said, like all of the signs, all of these qualities are present in us. So an invitation, especially through this season, to be mindful and aware of where are you still seeking that validation from the outside, to be who you are, to express yourself and share your gifts, to don't not give a fuck about what others think, but just love, be love, be big, take space, not shrink yourself, because like the sun, you came here to shine. And in that, I also want to say that there's nothing inherently wrong with seeking validation, confirmation. It is superhuman. <laughs> well, <laughs> superhuman. It is, in a way. Because we are creatures of connection. We are creatures of the tribe. And it's so beautiful to be able to give that validation to others, to recognize another's radiance and light, their gifts their heartful expression, to be able to see each other in that and hold each other in the fullness of that expression. And you probably know how healing it is when you are able to receive that from someone as well. So in this season, instead of just denying ourselves that validation, it's more about recognizing where are we attached to it, where is it actually blocking us, preventing us to grow and move authentically, express ourselves from the depths of our heart, um, deeming our light? Where is it sticky and icky? And where is it healing and expanding? Because the whole point is just not to be attached and dependent on it, but still use it in conscious ways. Just like with everything. So, <laughs> Leo is the ruler of the fifth house. It sits in the fifth house of the zodiac wheel. And the fifth house draws upon the wisdom that we have gained from the previous personal signs, starting with Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and Cancer. And now that we already kind of feel what are our needs how we want to express connect what do we have what do we want what do we value it is in a way in infusing it with playfulness and pleasure actually tasting what it feels like to enjoy being ourselves to enjoy being a human a soul in a human form and so the fifth house opens us up to that romance and love affair with life, with other people, with our passions, our creativity. It is the house of fertility, which is not only connected to children, it is, create, it, it is birthing creative projects, creating art, not only from things, but also with our 
existence, <laughs> our authentic expression. You might know that Leo is often seen as this dramatic sign and God, I fucking love it. <laughs> My meat heaven is actually in Leo, meaning that the way that I can create the most impact, the way that I can contribute the most, uh, impact others and also be recognized for my gifts is actually through this pleasure play infused big dramatic almost expression but what I always say to that note is that it's not the drama of the dread it is drama of oof, the aliveness of the essence of love you know that is just huge and overarching <laughs> and not always only shiny of course as you know one of the big thing well as you might know <laughs> that was such a leo moment as you know everything about me oh <laughs> uh, well uh, but you might or may may not know that a big part of what I do is called sensual shadow play. That's the way that I approach uh, shadow work through sensual shadow play. Because when infused with this lightheartedness, playful approach, deeply rooted in embodiment, in being grounded in this vessel of life that we've been given with birth and incarnation here on planet Earth, and we, when we open ourselves enough with stillness, presence, love and awareness for this radiance of light to shine into the deepest corners of ourselves, to warm up the painful edges of our being, pain and pleasure are not separate. For me, they are of the same essence, on the same spectrum always nurturing and holding each other and so resistance to one is gonna show up in a resistance of the other and even though this is not the main direction in which i want to take this episode i do want to acknowledge the ever-present polarity and duality of living uh, that creates the wholeness and brings out the play after all, these are the central themes of cosmic explorations. And even if you think of the explorations, it is that playful pleasure into the edgy, taboo, perhaps a little scary, but hella exciting and expanding as play. Well, well, well. <laughs> pleasure is indeed such a big topic because we all want to feel more pleasure and be more in pleasure but i see there is so much distortion around it i see a lot of people struggling with the mere definition of pleasure like what is pleasure <laughs> what does pleasure mean to you how do you experience pleasure or the lack of it See, it ain't as straightforward of an answer as we would like it to be often. For the sake of the preparation to this episode, I googled the definition of pleasure and it said that it is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. Cool. <laughs> and these are the questions that Leo poses too, yeah. 
Like I said before, what brings you joy? What connects you to the sense of enjoyment? When do you feel the most joyous? And how do you experience satisfaction? <laughs> On that note, I would argue that Leo can sometimes be a little insatiable. <laughs> because it's bigger than life. It's ever flowing. It's a fixed fire that never runs out. So in a way, it can also seem like um, this dramatic effect of never having enough, never having enough attention, never having enough love, never having enough feeling, never feeling satisfied. But there is a beautiful edging in that. This is definitely something that I experience in my life. This not enoughness, always feeling like, oh, but there is more. And the truth is, there is always more <laughs> because life is an overflow love never runs out it is the nature of life to always bring more and at the same time how can we exhale and relax into the perfection of the moment because leo connects us to the pleasure of what is available to us inherently ours coming from the heart, connected to the heart. There are so many different lenses to look at pleasure. And the stories around it have been so deeply conditioned that we often just project and or hold on to so many expectations around how pleasure is supposed to look and feel. So in a way, it is a whole process of discovering how you authentically experience pleasure. How is it tied up into your life? How do you want to explore and expand your capacity for pleasure and pain? <laughs> and to find it out, well, we got to experiment. We got to try it out. We got to be open to new experiences. But what I also observe with my clients and in myself and life <laughs> is that what we don't know, we don't know. So oftentimes, we simply don't know what kind of pleasure is even available to us. It has to somehow come into our field or we need to let our curiosity lead the way to find these new ways of pleasurable engagement with life. And frankly, we are good at recognizing pain everywhere. <laughs> Can we now expand that to recognizing pleasure? It is always present all around us in our everyday. But we don't have awareness of it and therefore we're not able to receive it or both. Some of the most common struggles that I see around receiving pleasure is, well, besides not knowing what is possible um, because we have never experienced it or we are so numbed and blocked by this conditioned perception, stuck in the stories around pleasure, thinking that it is either not for us or that it's bad and yeah, what not, which then leads to feeling undeserving of pleasure. So often pleasure is going to be portrayed as selfish, as unproductive, as the waste of time, as something that 
is sinful. There are so many shame and guilt-infused stories fueled by religious notions, historical controlling mechanisms, taming the power of our expressive sexual nature. Because the leaders of that time knew how powerful our, our pleasure and our sexual energy is. And the best way to keep people controlled and tamed is to cut them off of that life force creative energy that pleasure and sexual energy bring. But then, you know, as many of you and me, at some point we realize, but wait a second, like, I do deserve more pleasure. I want more pleasure. And not only be enslaved by the worldly pleasures of eating way too much sugar and stuffing chocolate and ice cream down my throat, which I love to do, <laughs> um, and just settling for little peaks of pleasure, almost like scrambling and fighting for what we can get. When we realize that we do deserve pleasure, I notice that often the approach to having, to experiencing more comes from a lack and aspiration. On one hand, making ourselves wrong for not experiencing enough pleasure, which is often accompanied by grief, and then judgment of like, oh, but I want to live the orgasmic life. But what does that even mean? We'll get to that. But then, okay, we want more pleasure. But then we start approaching pleasure as a goal, as a necessity, as a task at hand to master, which doesn't make the path to pleasure more pleasurable. So instead of a playful journey of experiencing life, liberating our expression, stepping into more of ourselves and tasting new possibilities of living and engaging with different aspects of life, we rush. <laughs> the modern struggle of slowing down, which is now being aided by the North Node in Taurus, collectively and individually teaching us the art of slowing down, getting present and grounding into the central experience of this manifestation. But so many of us are still in this autopilot of not giving ourselves time or space to actually create spaciousness to receive and experience the depths of pleasure potential for the fear of either not getting there, whatever that there is, or like losing something trying to please others the way that we have seen, I don't know, like porn industry or social media portray the images of what pleasure is supposed to look like. And also one aspect of Leo archetype that is the performer that has a gift of acting, embodying different aspects of life and bringing through these rich qualities but in that seeking of recognition, it can go into performing, faking till you're making. But I don't know. I don't know if that truly works. I feel like I would rather choose truth and being with what is present than pushing through. So it is hard to let go of control and surrender. We like to loop in the overthinking and take life too seriously. 
And this is what Leo is also trying to break us out of. There are so many more things that I could name in the way that we can struggle with receiving pleasure. And actually, uh, we've done a whole podcast episode where we expand on that. And it is the episode with Chloe Adriana, a pussy queen, a fucking awesome sexologist from Australia. She was on Cosmic Explorations in Airy Season. So you can scroll down and find Airy Season with Chloe Adriana to root deeper into the topic of pleasure. We go into many different facets. But what I also want to acknowledge here is that there can be serious trauma around pleasure, especially if there was sexual or any kind of abuse present in your life. And in this case, I always would encourage to allow yourself to receive professional help. In my right consciousness, I always like to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional or a licensed medical care provider. I am not rendering personal medical advice or treatment. So if there have been any more serious incidents, trauma, abuse that happened that is connected to your ability to receive pleasure and experience your sexual energy, um, you can also get in touch with me and perhaps I can share some contacts with you, some people who are um, very deeply initiated into this kind of work. But I do want to remind you of the inherent pleasure of life that is always available to us and not so far of our reach. And for that, I have prepared a yummy journey that we can take together this Leo season. It is a challenge that is happening within Cosmic Explorations Gang, but does not require you to get any kind of a membership because the structure of Cosmic Explorations Gang is not of that nature anymore. It is simply a beautiful container that houses and holds the creative expression that I am fortunate enough to receive from the one that I answer to and worship, the Cosmic Ass. <laughs> but anyway... Mm. Are you ready? <laughs> I would like to invite you on 22 days of play and pleasure challenge. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. It is as fun and juicy as it sounds. <sighs> well, this challenge was inspired from Leo Archetype. Thank you. But also, like I said before, I see so many people not knowing what brings them pleasure or don't, don't systematically, intentionally reflect on what brings them pleasure and how can they design their lives to bring in more of what they love. Or perhaps we don't even know what we actually like, whether on a physical, emotional, energetic, whatever kind of level, even spiritual. Through, so through this challenge... We are expanding our awareness, experience, and embodiment of pleasure. We are recognizing ourselves in a playful, pleasurable way to bring in more joy, presence, awareness, sensuality, authentic expression, and radiance. Those are, for me, the ingredients of quality living. 
And this is where we're headed with this challenge, opening up to more pleasure and making it a new default way of living and relating to life. That's what I want for you, for me, for all of us, for the humanity, for the world. Mm. So this is an invitation for you to experience through your own ass explorations <laughs> what it actually means to you to receive and be in and with pleasure. Surrendering to the sensual experience of life and embracing the potential of your playful pleasurable human nature, your birth-given right. And through connecting more deeply to ourselves, our joy and pleasure, this then extends the playful engagement to our connection with other people, whether that's our partners, our lovers, friends, or strangers, the community, and the way that we position ourselves in the society at large, the way that we perceive the world, is it through the lens of pain or pleasure or both? <laughs> I truly believe that pleasure liberates our hearts and our expression. It is a deeply healing portal to liberation. This is what the whole system of Tantra is based on in some ways. And ah, this is not a podcast to discuss that, uh, but it is in the full embrace of the wholeness of life because when i say pleasure i don't only mean sexual pleasure which is more of the neo-tantric uh, approach which i love <laughs> but also acknowledging that this is just a little fragment of it and it is being practiced in many funky ways so a lot of discernment <laughs> and intuitive approach is advised when engaging with various kinds of Mm, do teachers, philosophies, courses, yeah. Um, so s saying that pleasure is not limited to sexual pleasure means that we are going to expand different t on different types of pleasure, which does incorporate sexual pleasure as well. And the truth is that Leo is a hella erotic sign again, by eroticism, I don't mean perky poses and sexy lingerie in a dim light, although that's cool and hot, <laughs> but I mean eroticism as an expression of energetic ownership, confidence, the movement of creative sexual energy, that life force, the energy of aliveness, radiance, magnetism. How do we bring this kind of energy into our everyday? Not only into the bedroom, but in a way that we do the simplest things of life. Having eroticism as a lifestyle, a wholesome, awakened embodiment of life, the way we cultivate relationship with everything. And this is the focus of this challenge through many cute and fun exercises that are guided by your intuition, by your preferences. So there will be a lot of different choices given, but then you create your own flow. You create your own orgasmic life, which to me, it means life of deep connection and receptivity to life's beauty and abundance. 
a playful awareness of nourishing, radiating aliveness all around us, to be touched by the magnetism of life and actually be able to receive it. So this challenge invites you into your devotion, your creativity, curiosity and openness to be able to explore your authentic pleasure experiences. And like I said before, Leo is a fixed sign. Fixed fire means sustained fire. And as we know, to keep the fire alive, we need to tend to it. Leo is not here for the momentary experience of pleasure. It is here for the prolonged pleasure, the lifelong pleasure, the consistent flow. And if you imagine the fire being that passion and pleasure, we need to keep adding the logs so that the fire continues burning. And this is what we're diving into in this challenge. 22 days of play and pleasure. <sighs> so what will we focus on more practically? And whether you want to come and play with us, join for this juicy ride or not, you can still start practicing everything or like bringing more awareness to everything that I have kind of spoken to in this podcast episode. And I would love to hear how this reached you and what it ignited in you as always. But if you feel that deeper body-based calling, knowing that, yes, this is what I want. Well, this is a beautiful opportunity to come together this Leo season for this challenge that starts on August 1st with an initiation masterclass, which is going to happen at 10 a.m., 10 in the morning, Central European time. Uh, with a, approximately two hour of exploration where we're gonna explore the flow of embracing and embodying more pleasure. What does this mean? How can we do it? Um, going through like a little guided reflection so that you can personally feel where you're at and where you want to go. And we're going to connect to different types of pleasure to help you even expand the consciousness and the awareness, the knowledge and information of what it is that you can play with and how. We're going to also discuss potential blockages and receive tools of how you can move through them more easily. Because for me, the essentials on this path are pleasure awareness first and pleasure embodiment, rooting into inner safety, acceptance, compassion and love through embodied anchors, which is something that I love to bring in my work with my one-on-one -on -one clients or group journeys. Embodied anchors that allow us to stay grounded, present, rooted in the loving awareness so that we can welcome the experience as it is and also not get swept and swallowed by it. And that opens up the field to invite in more play more lightheartedness, more sassiness, which is what I am all about. <laughs> so yes, guided reflection and also a guided practice that will initiate us into this challenge. So Monday, August 1st, this is what we're diving into connecting for. But there were actually daily play and pleasure practices um, that like I said, you get to create for yourself, 
but I will share with you a cheeky pleasure workbook that is full of loving guidance, playful exercises, and a reflective pleasure journal so you can keep a track um, and of what is happening, what you're experiencing, guided questions that can help you expand on that. But the juices to change the mental perceptions, the beliefs that dictates the, dictate the lens through which we approach life and pleasure. But then we get to marry them with the embodiment to create new habits and long-lasting transformation. So we're tackling this in many different areas of our being, which is what is the holistic approach that I really want to bring into this um, journey. We will have a community platform for sharing, loving, crying together. And in there, I will be posting yummy nuggets of content for extra guidance, empowerment and inspiration with like little video clips or fun quizzes. And um, yeah, just a deepening of the understanding of different practices uh, that are available to you, setting intentions, etc. And for those who join, you also get a bonus right upon um, signing up, which is a cosmic as guide, a little PDF that actually isn't that little. It's very rich with information all about astrology that actually guides you on how can you read your own natal chart and with an explanation of the signs, the houses, the different points and planets and yeah. It's just really cute <laughs> um, if you are curious about astrology more. This is actually going to be one of the most affordable offerings that I will probably ever do from now on. I just really want it to be accessible and fun and playful. So the investment for the 22 days of play and pleasure challenge is ridiculous 22 euros you are chipping one pleasure euro a day into this little aspigi ball <laughs> anyway so there are no excuses of oh but i cannot afford this yes yes you fucking can and it's summertime the sun is radiating and shining on your little booty and you want to get it out into the sun to receive the rays of pleasure. Now, if you want it to be an even more engaging, sensual, and deeply penetrating experience, there are ways to yeah, deepen that journey. And one would be having a one personal one-on-one -on -one session with me upon either the beginning, any time of the challenge, really, so that we can also look at your astrology of pleasure and connect with your Akashic records to see what your soul is experiencing around pleasure. This is especially for those who perhaps have interesting relationship to pleasure or feel certain blockages but are not sure where they're coming from. Um, yeah, astrology can be a beautiful tool that shows us the map of our pleasure blueprint as well or any like kind of all of the blueprint that you possess in this lifetime so that is another one of the options and 
it comes with a little discount than my usual one-time sessions. But if you are here dripping full body fuck yes open rooted in your heart saying yes please take me i'm fucking ready then i am too baby (laughs) i have an option of having four one-on-one support sessions throughout this challenge they don't necessarily have to be every week of the challenge um, but they would be in a like let's say two months time, so four sessions with customized practices, personal support and guidance throughout the session to even deepen these exercises. This also then offers empowered accountability and I get to support you with the sacred tools, like again, astrology focused on your unique pleasure story, tarot, Akashic records, seeing what your soul has to say about your pleasure journey, and also Reiki, which can be a beautiful energy support, opening up your energy body to let the pleasure flow move more clearly and easily through your channels. Ah, I know, I know. Ah, one more deep, juicy breath. Mm. These are all beautiful ways that we can work together either through uh, 22 days of pleasure and play, one-time sessions. I also have a triangle bundle which gives us three one-and-a-half-hour sessions within three months' time. And that is, in a way, like a mini cosmic coaching. But I also have uh, two spots available for two new souls who want to come and truly deeply dive into the universe of themselves through cosmic coaching and you can find more information of that on my website my webby webby cosmicasplorations.com there have been a few questions posed in this podcast episode and if you feel to reveal and share them with me you can find me on Instagram, Feva Cristina. I would love to connect with you there. If you oh, felt the fire of this conversation with the universe here, I would be super happy if you shared this podcast episode with your loved ones or on your social medias. And don't forget to tag me. Like I said, I'm not attached to the validation and recognition. But it is damn nice when we get to gift each other these little loving nods. So I deeply, deeply appreciate that. Also, if you, I guess, subscribe (laughs) and give a five stars review, (laughs) I guess that's bonus. I don't know. I hear others say that. Um, So now I said it too, but now I'm also a little, like, questioning it a little. (laughs) Leaving this... uh, awkward moment in expressing our humanness it's so good to be alive and especially when we get to live with play and pleasure 22 days of play and pleasure challenge if you want more information hop to instagram feva cristina link down below in the show notes and let's connect and love and play and laugh until next time and always